Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. And what's your name? My name's Pandora Bot. <gasps> yeah. Yay. We're so excited to have you here. Yay. We are jumping into season two. We are. This is the third episode of season two. And you are our first uh, in-studio guest of the season. So I'm really glad you're here. In studio. <laughs> um, last week, Raven and Nicole Page Brooks lip synced. Uh, do you think the right person went home? Yes. <laughs> yes, Nicole went home, Raven stayed. Um, the We learned from Shangela that the mirror message was kind of her doing because she wanted to write a note to Sahara and they wouldn't give her a pen and paper. So that was, she was the one that did that. She she apparently invented that whole phenomenon and then everyone kept doing it. Mm-hmm. I do remember that because I remember they, they liked it. They were like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's steal it from a queen. Well, yeah. <laughs> And now it's like a key plot point totally. in, in every episode. They should be paying her. <laughs> um, With a crown. Yeah. <laughs> the face crack of the century Who when knows? they told her that face crack. Going from... Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we haven't seen the last of her. She's gonna, give her another year. She'll be back. Give her another Just take. Just keep coming back. Give her another Season take. Season 12. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode's theme is country queens. Yes. Emphasis on cunt. Mm. We start out with footage of the girls in their hotel rooms. Did they ever so film did you? you? Did you have exciting moments with the cameras all up in your hotel room? <laughs> I, I didn't. I remember them coming in and we're like, okay, just act natural. We're just going to shoot some things. I'm like, this is weird. Get naked, so do push-ups. You, you didn't do sit-ups in the bed like Sahara or... Uh, or French chip belt buckling? No, I don't, I don't actually remember what I did, but uh, yeah. There was a big blue bold shot. Blow dry work? Did, did you do any blow dry I work? I mean, if it didn't make it in, I clearly didn't do the right thing. <laughs> I think you made your you made your mark, though, pretty good. Um, the queens walk into the workroom and there's a big old table. Did you know what was happening with that table? Yeah. I did. Because uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, God, you know what we're going to do? Table work. We're eating. 
And then when they said it was fried food, I was and it was country, and I'm like, we're gonna eat bull testicles. Have you had them before? No, I just knew that that I was like, because it's a thing, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, what's gonna be disgusting that they're gonna feed us? Bull balls. Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. I've had everything in my mouth, so it's no surprise that I've had <laughs> that in my mouth. I've had the frog legs, the soy chicken, all of it, rabbit, gator, cow brains. I don't think I've ever had. You've had gator? Yeah, Florida. Florida is uh, basically Dixie with palm trees. It's backwoods <laughs> as fuck. So what was this? What was that like for you? Were you? I mean, I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I really wasn't. I don't know. Like, I don't, <laughs> unlike Mystique, who said, I don't eat fried food. <laughs> and we all were like, girl, <laughs> your tagline is two piece and a biscuit. That's all you've been saying. You know, that's fried. <laughs> right. Like, that's yeah, fried. That is In itself, fried you've already just lied to yeah. us. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, like, I was just like, and I knew it would be gross. And so I was like, ugh. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to vomit on TV. Why right. not? It works great. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but then you were the first to vomit. So. No, actually, Morgan well, vomited. Oh, that's right. She did vomit right next to me. Oh, yeah. And oh, I was like, God, oh, God. God. That's, I'm going to, it's going to come. I'm going to hear it and see it. And oh, They could have at least give you a ranch or something. I know. They, it was just nothing. Just And I knew I couldn't eat. I don't eat that fast normally. So I was like, I can't do that. Oh, there's, there's a shot of you going... Like so but did you almost win? Yeah, I was in. The, well, because I kept answering him right. <laughs> and you were like, like, "Dang it!" And as I got closer, I was like, "Shh!" And they're like, "It's a three-way tie." I'm like, "Shit! Why did I? Why? <laughs> why? Because I know what I'm going to win. I'm going to be a team captain again. Exactly. That sucked last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So by the time it was the final three, like you were just like, "Okay, I'm eating, guys." I mean, yeah, <laughs> I tr- I tried a little, but I was like. Oh, uh, I'm not. I mean, Mystique's definitely winning this challenge. Mm-hmm. There's no. She like, had a good method. Shit, just shove it all in your mouth and swallow. It was the water trick. Yeah. She oh. said, "I'm gonna chew halfway and then chug water, and that just sort of makes it go down." I've e- I've watched a few hot dog eating contests of me on my phone. Um, I'm sure, you've been <laughs> a getting star, a star of many hot uh, dog eating contests. Well, I guess I also. <laughs> I knew what the, I knew what the grand prize was, so I didn't really. I was kind of like, "Oh, all right, I don't know if I really need to. I want to win something, but maybe not to be team captain again." Raven was quite right. clear. She said, "Mystique's finally going to win a challenge," and she was totally <laughs> so right. Correct, but rotted. And Rue's in her good ranch hand extravaganza look. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't want to comment on her personal life, but I know she does spend a time or two on a ranch. Yeah. I wonder if that's the look. She looks good. She looks good. She's like, uh, how do I look? How do I feel? How do I feel? Oh, uh, <laughs> gotta feel it. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Thorgeous. <laughs> I feel incredible. <laughs> was there anybody on your season that was like, ooh, I'm a vegetarian, I can't do this? Or like uh, anybody balking at it? No, I don't think so, actually. I would have balked. Yeah. I couldn't do this. And I think this is like, this is going a little too far in the direction of like fear factor and like that sort of like kind of gross reality stuff. You would yeah. have been bulky. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I think that's why they never did it again either. Like yeah. they, they kind of were trying to throw in so many different reality competition shows. Yeah. To mix them all together. And they're like, 
okay, drag queens don't normally eat at all. <laughs> Certainly not on television. <laughs> yeah. Except when they make you get on the runway and then they say, okay, lunch. And you're all corseted and nailed. Yeah. It's the worst. And then you get back on stage and you're like, um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to shit myself. Can I please go to the bathroom or can someone hand me a wet wipe uh, or a hair dryer? I got something's happening down here. That's how I threw up. I knew that I would throw up if I ate dairy and I was in a corset. So I was just like, bring it on. Let's do this. They should do a contest that like drag queens that actually applies to like a drinking contest or like, <laughs> like a... A, a drug finding mm-hmm. and doing contest. Oh, in a yeah. second. Like a nightclub scene. <laughs> How long can you last in this nightclub that we've created for you? How quickly can you find <laughs> the cocaine? <laughs> Detox all to get the win. Did you find K? All right, I'm on the G. I'm on the G, girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're a G, girl? Ooh. I don't know. I found a pill. I just took it. I don't know what it was. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. The um, I like when the challenges actually have something to do with, like, you know, Ruse, like, career and they're like this yeah. is all stuff i don't know what this part of the career had to be yeah i was she always said that too i kind of question that i'm like i don't think you've ever eaten in public and it, it's normally a tic tac yeah, right. thing and so yeah, i don't i don't know what this had to do with anything mm-hmm. true yeah but um the top three queens all have a buffet of chicken rabbit alligator deep fried cow brains and the winners are morgan and mystique the cow brains is what made Morgan throw up. So I can't imagine like what that texture. I, I the textures are really weird on the on the the foods that you would think they were weird, that's what they were weird. It was the texture more than like Ugh. taste. It all kind of just tastes like fried. I mean, food. I don't get why uh, no one just plugged their nose if they thought the taste was going to gross it out cuz if you plug your nose, you can't taste it. But it's the texture. Yeah, it was, it was more texture. Honey, I eat and ass no and cum. <laughs> well, also, I, yeah, I guess, and knowing what it is, too, because they told us. Oh, so right. yeah. Truth. Totally. Oh. Um, well, at least you were spared the, the challenge of picking out teams. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that didn't work so well for me the week before. So I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to be a team captain. <laughs> and sometimes it's always the team captain that goes home. So the week before, I thought, oh, shit. I'm going to be the one that goes right. with my team. But then, thankfully, there were some unsexy dancers. <laughs> and I, I didn't even, d- I'm like, you know, I can't work this pole. I yeah. know I cannot. I'm going to spin around the pole and I'm going to do what I do best. Give some be good a, titties. Be a blonde slut in the front row and take dollars from them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. work, work what you know. Um, on, my, <laughs> on my season, I tried to lip sync because I was team captain after they told me I was safe. And if you're me and Rue's her, she went, you're going off script, darling. <laughs> I went, bye. Yeah, she was not having it. Um. Yeah, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, the team that you were on was called the Hatfields. Yes. So the main challenge is you get to make a commercial for Disco Extra Greasy Shortening. And this is the first acting <laughs> challenge really like ever yeah there was no proper like acting scene work okay, right. in season one yeah so this is like a big deal and i can i can tell that you're like very comfortable in sort of like an acting sort of scenario yeah no i was really excited because i'm like oh i can do this i'm like right. it's acting it's it's campy acting too so it's right. just like the more ridiculous you are the more they're gonna like it and yeah you were totally the show. best one on your team, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the, the part about them switching scripts 
What did you think about that? Uh, shitty, because it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> was it the same lines, but just... It, no, it wasn't all the... It, there was different lines in it. So it's kind of like right at the point where you learn them, they're like, okay, we're going to switch scripts. That's such a dick. And I also thought the, <laughs> the fish one was funnier. Yeah. It, so, oh, yeah. The whole fish thing lends itself yeah, to because the double there entendre. Was, yeah, there was so many like campy lines and... Um, they were gone. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't end up the chicken because Raven did, and she was plucked. <laughs> She's like such a sex bomb, you it, know. It like, was, well, poor Jessica Wilde, uh, who literally barely spoke English. Oh, like, poor loco. Never understood any of the like. Would come up and give the challenges and say, "Here's the challenge." And after she would either come to me or Juju or Tati and be like, "Sister, what are we doing?" Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, and I okay, have to re-explain so it to her, on. but I would say it like I would explain it very simple. You know, okay, yeah. here, here's what it is, and then she goes, okay, I get it. Kenya yeah. too, and then we'd have a uh, Mish was Kenya's translator, and she'd come in and explain it out. But I think that uh, Mystique actually asked Jessica if she wants help or if she wants to explain it, and uh, Jessica says no. So hmm. I mean, you know, does she lip sync on this episode? No, no, she does oh. great. She pulls it out. She's kind she, of funny. Yeah, she really does. You know. They assigned the part to her thinking that it, it was a part with the least lines, but then right. they flipped to the end of the of the script and there was like a whole <laughs> monologue. And so they yes. were sort of like, oh, okay, all right, great, good job. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think it kind of worked, you know, it's just, you know, anything with an accent is kind of always funnier, even when it's not. Yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Kathy Najimy needling her about, what was that word? It's like, girl, you knew what word it was. <laughs> and, you know, she has an accent. You can just stop that. I don't know. Um, I think Morgan's makeup looks so soft, soft as she's ever looked. <laughs> and you can, check on, you can check on that on the Instagram. Yeah, At delicate. Race Chaser Pod. Wait, whose makeup? Morgan's. Oh. Gorgonzola McMichaels. In her old age face. <laughs> oh, is that? I just thought that was her day look. Oh my God. Got it. She woke up like that. Pandora looks like me on my season. <laughs> for sure. That was when I was soft. Um, Juju and Mystique are having like a budding friendship, which I think is sweet. I love a budding breast, but a budding friendship <laughs> is even better. Well, we all kind of got ready in the same, in the same little area together. It was me... Jujubi, uh, Tatiana, and Mystique. Yeah. And all the girls really kind of, the other girls, the mean girls click, kind of ganged up on Mystique and were very, not very nice to her. Yeah. Oh, it's it's very clear. Uh, Morgan and Raven are relishing the fact uh, that they have a target. Yeah. You know yeah. the WeHo girls. And it was like, yeah, the and, they had, girls. and Morgan and her had gotten in that fight on day one. Oh. And uh, untucked. We haven't done untucked. Oh, wow. I knew they yeah. got in a fight. I was waiting for it. Yeah. It's, and it was it was the first day of the first elimination and they're up there fighting. And I'm like, what have I signed up for? <laughs> These bitches are fucking crazy. Oh, my God. And so they made up, but it was still kind of like targeting her. And, and I think that's kind of why she, you could tell that she at the end of this episode that she's kind of lost her spirit a little. And I think that's part of it. Yeah, they had kind of like broken so. her down enough. Sure. Yeah. Well, drag ain't easy. Well, no. At all. No, it's no, no, not. Especially when bitchy queens are on, and a, on a reality us. competition show as well. So. Yeah. Why did they originally get in a fight? Um, they got, well, it was, it was the dumbest reason too, because <laughs> we were, I was sitting with Mystique and Tati in the untucked room and she was talking about how uh, 
they were kind of talking about her and, and she was kind of getting frustrated with it. And Morgan overheard it. And so Morgan, you know, is not Morgan. one to be quiet and really just <laughs> went pops. off. You you got something to say. Do you what, what, you're over there talking. And I just went, just don't, don't. I just was kind of like, just let it go. Just say no. Or do. And then Mystique said something back. And then Morgan said, and then it was like. Yeah. So that's really it. Like she was just talking about how she was frustrated by it. Yeah. Understandable. And she said, bitch, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> and we were like, wait, I didn't think that's where you were from. Yeah, I thought she was from like North Carolina or something. Yeah, and so I didn't I didn't understand any of that. But I also if you if you when you watch the untuck, you can see me in the background running from side <laughs> to side trying to escape wherever the drama is. I'm like, because they kept moving. I'm like, oh God. Oh, they're coming this way. <laughs> now we've we've all been in a dressing room with all of these girls. Did they allow Morgan to bring her wine and her Dell laptop playing her mix for that night? <laughs> on repeat. Repeat in the for sink. Hours. She puts her laptop in the sink. No one can use the sink. And then leaves it going while she's on stage. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did not, they did not <laughs> do that, but I think she did was playing something on an iPhone. Morgan is one of those girls that likes that spreads when she does her drag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She doesn't use any pencils either. It's all brushes and creams. Oh. It's McMichael's trait. Okay. Yeah. It works, though. I mean, look at her makeup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this read. Th- when Rue comes around and does her little walkthrough, I was surprised that everybody was just like trying to memorize the lines. Like a read through, you can use your script, but it seems like nobody was using their script. Yeah. I think, though, that I thought that she, they she wanted us to do it. Oh, she script. wanted to say it that way? Right. I think so. Yeah. And it was and it was so early on. I mean, yeah. usually those walkthroughs are, like, very early on or wherever it's the most chaotic. It was just, like, I don't even – we haven't really even had that much time to learn this. And then it's Rue, and, it, and you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, God, okay. They always say Snatch Game kind of separates the men from the boys, but I think the acting challenges do because, like – it's one thing to be a good performer, but to be able to read something and then remember it and to be in the moment and all that, like that takes a different breed of, you know, you could be a great it's drag hard. queen, but you could be bad at memorization or like performing or just like yeah. being present while someone else is giving a line yeah. and acting and not trying to be in your own head. It's it's the camera catches everything. And this challenge, definitely there were some weak members on your team where you're like, no, you should be behind the camera. Not in front of it. <laughs> was it your team that had a really hard time in the in the read through? I think yeah, we did have a hard time in the read through. It was just I don't think any of us got any a line. line. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think there was one that was. And then it, I don't know. I know I definitely blanked. I was like, I think it's in. I know it's in my head. Mine mine weren't that very. My lines weren't very long, but I was like, just on that spot in the moment. And I was like. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I forgot all my whole life. Yeah, but I no, never know what I'm saying on this podcast, so <laughs> it's just fine. So we're going to take a break. Oh, we're taking a break. Bye. Just like Shangela's leg. Bye. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the Midnight Dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're back from the break, and... uh, Rue is throwing a curveball at the two teams, the Hatfields and the McCoys. She says, you're chicken, you're fish, flip it, bitch. And y'all have to learn new lines. Yes. After we had struggled to learn our lines to begin yeah. with. Well, at least, uh, yeah. They switched out. <laughs> the struggle is real. But I mean, that does happen. I was on a sitcom with Liza Minnelli and literally she's like, they changed all my lines. And she talks <laughs> like that because she always has a cigarette in her mouth. Um, but rewrites happen on a set. So I'm team Rue. Yeah, yeah, all the way. I mean, and it's a it's a competition show, so it's like, yeah, you got to keep us on our toes and do something, and and yeah, I mean, it, in it, it sucks, but you just have to go with it. Well, you yeah. you fared pretty well. It's really hard these scenes because you don't even have a chance to like sleep with the lines. Like you are given the script in the morning, and then a couple hours later, you have to go do it in front of a camera. Yeah, and put, come up with your whole look, your outfit. Right, um, get in drag. Yeah, get in drag. Yeah. And they're always telling you you have less time than you do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and you don't, so you don't really know how much time you have. And there was a clock in the room, but it was a RuPaul clock, and it didn't work, which I thought was very <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, you, you better not work. You better RuPaul not work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I think that... <laughs> I think that uh, the commercials turned out 
I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, we're going to, I mean, there's the moment where they're filming. Kathina Jimmy is kind of a really great guest judge for this because she's actively giving notes. You know that um, a lot of the queens hated her. Really? Well, she, yeah. physically, so she physically threatened Mystique. They were... Uh, <laughs> she said, I'm going to turn your head for you if you don't do it. <laughs> like, really? They were, and, like, afterwards, they were not all about her. But I was like, I loved her. I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe it's because I did my job and yeah. she liked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I mean, I, she, I thought she was being a director and she's being funny and she's yeah. telling them they kind of suck and they kind of did. I was at a party with uh, Kathy and there was another drag queen there who told a slightly off-color joke. Well, you're not going to say who I won't say who. No. I'm not going to say who it is. And Kathy insisted that this person apologize and she would not let it go. She stood up and said, no, apologize. Apo-. And this person actually did. And I was shocked. And then she's like, she was talking to someone later and uh, she's like, oh, I love you, Jinx. You're so funny. Not like X, Y, Z. And it was great. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, wow. Kathy does not take any shit. At all. I will find out who it is after this podcast. Oh, for sure. I'll tell you. <laughs> Just like with every um, drag dressing room, you kind of learn to like stay out of the drama or you're deep in it usually, I think. Yeah. I like to be deep in it. I like to <laughs> go Elbows into, deep. For sure. Shoulders. Um, I, I go into a room. I'm like, where's my dressing room? And then I was like, no, I want to go in the dressing room with the girls, find out who hates each other, <laughs> find out which girls. I, I don't mind watching the drama. At this point, I'm like, oh, it's kind of fun to see the drama. But, right. you know, I was on the flip side of it in All Stars. So then. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got that taste of, you know, Oof. just saying what I really think. And then I'm like, oh, I'll thank you for that edit. Do you like sushi and tartare? Because you sure got a raw deal. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was hard watching that. Uh, yes, I've. I don't think I've ever really watched it, Did except you, at the at the um, the premiere party. But every time I said something bitchy, I made the handler go get me another shot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I nice. love that. But yeah, let's talk about that because this is back in the day when the drinking was less monitored, and we hear that that stopped after Jujubee. Can you confirm or deny? Um, it didn't stop after <laughs> Jujubee. Um, it was a. Uh, uh, less of it we were allowed less uh, we had uh, a limit on the next episode we only were allowed one Got it. but absolute was a sponsor too so they wanted to give us alcohol mm-hmm. was it just flowing while you were like backstage waiting no i mean we never i don't think we had it backstage the only time we we got it on the rocker challenge because everybody was really nervous about singing live and, mm-hmm. and doing all that so we requested yeah. if we could have some some alcohol to loosen us up a little and <laughs> Some of us got real loose. <laughs> Watching the season, they've given you drinks a couple times in the workroom. And then like after the country challenge, they came out with drinks. And yeah. like, it just seems like a they were really trying to plug Absolute, which I get. I mean. Yeah, they were. I mean, this was the, this was, I did get drunk on this episode. Oh, good. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I am jumping ahead, but I, I was a little upset that uh, their favorite was just getting all this praise. And uh, I was like, I don't see... But I don't see it. Tyra? Yeah. Was she, was so, it's, it was so evident that like she was dismissive and um, not, um, not like a sister to people don't in the know. workroom at all. And then on stage, it was the opposite, I'm sure. But I mean, Rue saw her sleeping and yet she never Didn't, went. It was fine. Didn't wow. really just kind of made a joke of it. I was like, she's literally asleep. Not helping her team. Yeah. And then was mad at me for not picking her on her team. I'm like, uh, because you're kind of unpleasant to be around. <laughs> yeah. 
Not even kinda. No, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm being nice. And <laughs> <laughs> <Aunt> Pandy. <laughs> I want to talk about this one moment in the mirror talk where Tati says that she feels a little bit of both when she's in drag. She's like, I feel like a drag queen, but I also feel like a woman. And the other girls kind of come for her and they're like, no, I don't feel like a woman at all. I'm just a performer. I'm just, I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. I'm a performer. I... I kind of agree with Team Tati on this one because, and and I respect queens who can channel like womanity mm-hmm. when they become when they transform. I I think I'm always just the same person. I think when I'm in drag, I'm more me actually. Like yeah, uh, Willem out of drag is I hate talking in third person. Um, <laughs> I love taking on a third person. I hate talking. <laughs> um, I think the the me out of drag is a little. Um, quieter and less of a spectacle yeah. but once you give Same. me a wig no mm, oh. that, that's like me too like i'm definitely quieter yeah i think and drag then, is a great way to bring people out of its shell yeah and i'm kind of i'm kind of both like i like what tati said and i kind of definitely felt that and especially when i was all about the straight boys i definitely felt like a woman and was oh, trying to be <laughs> yes. depends if the ad's up or not <laughs> <laughs> but if the ad is up i'm still looking <laughs> But I also I, I get the entertainer part of it too. Like I'm, I think I'm both. I think, but yeah. I don't. I think if you're a drag, you're entitled to do whatever you want, right? Yeah, be, what, be whoever. And Tati was another one that they like that they were coming for to repeatedly. And yeah, everything. the mean girls or the judges? the mean girls. No, the sure. mean girls were coming for Tati, and she. She expresses it on the reunion because she was really pissed about it. Because it was just every time somebody said who should go home, it was her. Um, yeah. They looked down hard. at her because she had only performed like nine times or like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. She hadn't been doing drag for very long. But she was good. She was pretty. And she definitely deserved to be there. Yeah. And they yeah. just were not having it. We hope girls. <laughs> yes. Oh. I mean and and yeah. To, I've been on I've been on the end of the WeHo girls, and it's not a pleasant place. And you're just like, you just feel so inundated and you they don't give you a chance to explain and their way is right. And um it's a it's a tough spot to be. And it's t- it's tough too because all all of us, we didn't have friends in there, but they kind of right. knew each other. And yeah. like Tati and I, I knew Tati, but just from the online audition process that for this season before. On MySpace? Um or Friendster? <laughs> I think we were all our friends in MySpace. Uh, Raven actually on my because we all became friends on MySpace before the season came out. She went on commented on all of our pages with the video that sent us home. <laughs> <gasps> wow! Wow! I was like, what a bitch! Damn! But at that point, we had become friends and we were shooting drag you and like the music video of the song. The music video of the song, yeah. That's shady and <laughs> sneaky. Wow, Theron must have some choice words for her. I don't think I don't think anybody sneaky. ever caught on to that. Now they monitor. But, oh, now like, they would. Yeah. As soon as you get on for another season, they say you have to friend this person so we can monitor your social media activity and all that. Oh wow! Yeah, they're serious. Well, now there's also all those the little kids that are like they want to they know everything they know yeah. who's gone from social prote- media they they're, know they're only right. protecting their asset and their yeah. hard work of keeping the secret yeah that's crazy so do you feel like a woman when you're in drag um it depends on what the lighting is in the room <laughs> that's true smart girl because good drag can be <laughs> ruined by bad truth. lighting that i did not feel like a woman truth. at drag con so uh <laughs> did you go this weekend i did yeah how was it it was good I, it, yeah it was good i heard it's Fun. natural light yeah, it's very harsh. 
There's it's more windows like sunlight. there. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, I right? was kind of, well, I think I was in a good area because there was like some diffused lighting coming through That's nice. the glass. Like a little so. soft box. And I, had a, I brought a light too. Smart girl. Yeah. Smart girl. At Drag World UK, it's like an open dome of all glass. No. Which is usually, it usually was fine. But at certain points in the day, like I had direct sunlight from the oh. side oh. and like we were squinting. <laughs> like it was that really, it was really that harsh. <laughs> so like, th- I mean, those photos, I'm curious to see how they turned out. Oh my goodness. Wow. I'm curious to see what kind of demon ghoul I looked like. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to see what kind of demon ghoul Alaska usually looks like, you can go to our Instagram at racechaserpod. Ding! I, w- I would like to take a moment and just tell all the girls that um, if you're having trouble finding dates now that Craigslist is down, you can go to DoubleList.com. <laughs> what? I know most people thing? don't know it, but yeah, DoubleList. This sounds like an ad break, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. This is just a real. I'm trying to help my sisters get some Double dicks. List. <laughs> Double List. Double List. DoubleList.com. And that's how the girls can get it together. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a donut time or Shakey's Pizza nearby. God bless. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's important. I think it's a huge blow that Craigslist got shut down. It's a huge blow. No, it's very terrible for the community, for yeah. like the sexual community, but also sex workers. Yeah, that Craigslist killer guy did a fucking job on everybody. Yeah, it's not that cool. That sucks, yeah. Um, Mystique says she does drag because she told she looks cute in drag. And she's never heard that before as a boy, which I brought up the the double list thing because like people want to feel cute and sometimes if you don't feel cute as a boy you feel cute in drag and then you can get some dick that way because some man wants to live out his fantasy yeah um i i feel fine as a boy but i get hotter guys in drag for sure 100 yeah. percent. y'all can go through my phone <laughs> you have gone through my <laughs> no, phone when, yeah when i discovered drag it was that i was getting in drag and the guys and we worked at a club called club martella in Rochester, new york and we tried to get straight people in because we knew they would be more amazed at the show and they mm-hmm. would come back and they wouldn't be like the bitchy homos that sit there and go on oh, girl I can't you did that. that last week yeah so they would come in and they bring all their friends and we did we got like huge amounts of people there it was a big hit and the guys that would hit on me were like the hot guys in high school that would have picked on me, but now they're like, they want to get with me. And I was, I lived that full fantasy for a while. I was you like, sucked them? I, yeah. Oh, well, I had a, we'll just say I had a private dressing room at the club too. So. Oh, dirty sweet. Dirty sweet. I love dirty sweet. Work, Pandy. <laughs> yeah. And we all, uh, yeah, we just had a basement. And since we were regular cast, they made us all individual dressing rooms at a certain point. Wow. Darian also had a private dressing room. I didn't want to speak. Uh, badly of another friend but not badly but she also uh was very she good at picking the up guys. the men's oh, yeah, you know if those titties you, you know if you went into her dressing room and you spread the you smelt this orange spray that she had just hooked up with somebody oh <laughs> that my was the God. scent i was like orange spray uh, uh, yeah damn <laughs> she gets down to dirty oh my god <laughs> we're gonna go clean up a we little bit a break. <laughs> quick break It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner. And to her, we'd like to say thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. I have a question. What was it like for you after you went on the show, like before it got crazy? Current contestants have this waiting period where they know their life is going to be super crazy, but then there wasn't any real sort of precedent with season two. Did you just like go back to your normal life after or did you know it was going to, you know, change your life? I didn't know it was going to change my life. I mean, I really just went on a reality TV show just because like, oh my God, like I want to be on reality TV, you know? (laughs) Like I didn't think that it was going to there was going to be this expectation of a career to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I did tour and I was able to like leave my job for like six whole months and, you know, travel around and do some gigs or whatever. But, you know, things always slow down regardless. And uh, so, yeah, after that, I just kind of, I went back to doing hair and, and I was working at town doing drag on the weekend. So yeah, I kind of went back to, I mean, it didn't go back to normal per se, because I definitely was in a completely different, um, what, like career space where I was actually like working towards something in drag, which I was not particularly doing before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't know what was supposed to happen. I don't think anyone really did. And we're back. Before we move on, I just want to talk about this dress that because we were talking about Rochester and the uh, Rochester Queens. Yes. And I found this fabric downtown in Santiago, and it's like a neoprene with huge graphic flowers on it. And I sent it to Dallas to make me a gown, and she was like, oh, that looks familiar. And she showed me a picture of Pandora, Mrs. Kasha Davis, and Darian Lake, all in different dresses made of the same material, which I love. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did a show in P-Town together, Three's Company, and so we had our matching dresses. I want to be the fourth. We have okay, to do yeah. No, together. I saw your picture, and I was like, we'll do the oh dream my God, girls. we should just all get, we'll just all get a dress made out of that. <laughs> the truth is... There were four girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's talk about the runway. This runway dress, again, a dress that cinches and you could be untucked in is yeah. one of those, you know. It's a rare, thrilling it's moment. the best kind of garment you can wear in drag. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the best kind of wig you can wear in drag, though, because it's a hard front. I think it was like he wanted to be adventurous. Sure. He I, wanted pink hair and didn't have a lace front lying around. It's well styled. Yeah. I like I did I don't remember seeing Rue in like a pink wig before either. So I was kind of thinking it was really dynamic and it was cool to see her in a different color. I wish yeah. she would have done a pink lip though or something. That would have been a little on the mark. So It like, is a pink lip. Uh, I, I know, but it's not like a bright pink. And it's a pink and a yellow eyeshadow. And blue. Once you get up in there there's blue in there oh, on, like on the underneath. underneath. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't get why they put the scrap of the fabric in the hair, though. I like it. I would have loved that that dress off the shoulder, too, that little strap, because then it would have opened up that clavicle. She's a little bushy around the... I want that dress. What's it made out of? It's like sponges or something. Oh. Ooh, this runway, though. The runway is gray. It's called 
country glamour, country couture, country realness. Mm-hmm. Sonique is country realness. Oh, she, she looks, looks amazing. So sexy. She was she giving me looks... such Madonna, and I'm a huge Madonna yeah. fan. And I was like, I think that's actually what we talked about. We talked. That's how we bonded over Madonna because I said she looked like her. And... Yeah. yeah. Also, Tanya Tucker is wearing all leopard print. Can I just say? And that. Uh, I'm in a huge leopard print K-hole right now. <laughs> Everything must be leopard print in my entire life. Yeah, she looked great. And she was really, she was a fun judge. Like, she just looked like she was having the time of her life. Yeah, she it. seemed into it. She clearly is. She got a good bag of hair in. And um, Jujube <laughs> actually has hair in her boots for some reason. Maybe she thought is it was it like hair? Fringe. It's hair. Yeah, it's hair. I thought it was like, really? Yeah, it's hair. Look. Okay. She forgot to shave her ankles. Wow. (laughs) That'll be on the Instagram, Juju's fashion choice of uh, hairy boots. She looks great. She does. She always looks great. It's casual. Juju be always looks good. Yeah. Yeah. She's very casual Kelly. Casual Kelly. She loves herself a Forever 21. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. For sure. A Chico's kind of look. Raven's look is one of the strongest ones, I think. For sure. I agree. Yeah. Shame she didn't corset. Well, it's crazy that she ends up being in the bottom. Sometimes the runway can save you. you um, I, I don't think it's crazy that she ended up in the bottom. Her performance was weak, and she looked like Heath Ledger <laughs> doing a chicken. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that she got to be in the bottom. <laughs> that didn't make much sense, but it did. Um, Sahara looked great. Tatiana, has a she's urban, but with a cowgirl twist an urban cowgirl i like yes. that you know she's from dc she knows what's up <laughs> yeah totally she's giving a lot of sass waving at the judges yeah mm-hmm. oh this hour <laughs> pandora pandora so you took scraps from the fabric yeah we had I, I mean I, I, yeah i took scraps of this fabric and kind of cut out there were little cowgirls and i was like oh it'll go on the leg that's Country. I liked the uh, leg, the scarf, the hat. It was, it was a full thread through it, and I thought it was great. And you showed midriff, showing. Yes, I could not do that now, but yes, <laughs> you could. That you I shouldn't. Could. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I have this one patch that my laser lady missed, and it's like a square inch by inch. And I was doing midriff, and I was like, I found myself just touching it and rubbing it <laughs> oh. on stage. I was like, stop rubbing your hairy patch on stage. <laughs> So disgusting. And Mystique. Um, the Mystique moment. Mm. Is a mistake. Mm. It's, it's, I, there's the, I, I, there's, I don't. It befuddles. She's where the first cardinal sin is very simple. She's wearing the thing she wore in the, uh, in the challenge on the runway. That thing she had makeup all over the front. You're no, it was du- covered in dust. For sure. Like, that's a, you just shouldn't. I mean, season one was different because Tyra, w- Tyra was rewearing, not, BB was rewearing outfits on the regular. Um, but like, you know, that was like a budget production. Uh, Rebecca yeah. was in that hair three or four times, that big one that Nina did for her. But yeah. like, this is different. Like, how, how, I mean, long- we also weren't really told very much what to bring. What, the directive, they gave you the list? No. No, we didn't get a list. We got a letter. We got a welcome letter that said, welcome to Drag Race, blah, blah, blah. You're going to need to bring everything from celebrity impersonation to country realness to executive realness. That's it. That's all we were told. So I was like, well, I know I need those three. Uh That's a good start. But that's all. That's literally all we were ever told. Can I ask about, um, I know that you were a contender for season one, too. 
And didn't they have, like, you could bring a friend or something like that originally? Yeah. Originally, it was um, you brought your assistant, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. mine was going to be Dallas. Oh, work. Dallas Aww. Coulter Designs. Oh, wow. Lady Hyde. Yeah. And, uh, but then it, it, I, they got rid of it quickly, though. Like, it yeah. seemed like, but I didn't yeah, make it they, too, like, I did mostly the online stuff. And then I think I was sending stuff in and, and I don't, I, I don't know how far I made it. Did in, you do a psych first season? No. So I definitely wasn't farther enough in. Sure. Further enough in the process, but enough that I, that Dallas made a tape and sent it in and, and all that. So. I mean, wow. any, anytime a queen, um, gets to the, that I talk to one and they're like, oh, you know, they're down on themselves or whatever about their career. It's just like, you have to remember you were one of 130 or 40 girls that were picked. And there's so many other people that would love to be in your shoes. And it's just getting to the casting process. I've seen girls get their hopes up and then their hearts get broken. And I'm like, keep trying. You never know unless you try. And it might suck for a couple of days that you're making the tape and, you know, you feel like you're for naught. But I think every time that you're, you get in drag, there's a chance to be better at getting in drag the next time. Yeah. Um, and I, I knew what I didn't give them in the first audition. And I was like, I'm going to make a really good fucking audition video. And you've yeah. been working ever since, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And I think that there's more competition now too. Queens have to realize that, that there's so many... Yeah. People doing drag now that the competition to get on the show is more. There's because there's queens yeah. that have been doing drag for like a year and they're gorgeous and they're beautiful or like a couple months because mm-hmm. they watch tutorials and they know how to do these amazing faces and they have all these looks. So it's like it's, it's the competition is is higher now. Speaking of higher, let's talk about Mystique's eyebrows. <laughs> oh well, I think the in, I think the word for Mystique in this challenge is unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not country at all. It seems uh, mm. well, she was going to wear a hat, but then Juju was like, "I don't think the hat goes with the outfit." Really? Was it sabotage or was it was she no, really trying hat, to help? The hat really looked terrible. It was like a cheap, <laughs> like pink, uh, like kind of plastic it, it, party it, cowboy I'm, hat. I mean, you didn't think the outfit could get worse, but trust me, with the pink hat, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> when um, when Sasha had a, uh, she had to wear a cowboy look for something. Uh, I remember thinking, that's not a cowboy hat. That's a Canadian Mountie hat. <laughs> and then she snapped back with, well, some of us only got to use the stuff that we brought along with us. And I was like, oh, oh okay, wow. bitch. But like the hat that they provided for her was like a straw podunk, looked like shit, very not Sasha. So she did her best with her best. Good for her. She read you fears. Oh, she read me fears. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, you're trying to read me fears. You're trying to get fears with you're me. You're trying to get fears with me with Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Mystique was kind of, over it at this point. It just sure. felt like she, her spirit had been def- deflated, defeated, yeah. and and uh, yeah. I mean, because honestly, no matter how long you talk, and she talked for a long time defending that outfit, uh, it just looked like you gave up. Like it, there was no, it did, like, you didn't her makeup, even change from the afternoon. <clears throat> yeah, you know? her, her makeup didn't look like as good as it had looked before. The wig didn't even look like it was brushed. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and, I mean, it's almost better to just be like, yeah, I fucked up. I didn't have any clothes. Sorry. Rather than like trying to explain like, oh, well, this is like how my friends dress when they go to the mall. Well, just wait until you get to the reunion episode. Ooh, I'm and you can, And I'll, trust me, that explanation goes on for like an hour longer than they showed in the show. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it made less sense then <laughs> than it did before. She's the Chanel of uh, season two. Monologues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but full I, monologues. Yeah, I agree with you. It's like, you know, you fucked up. Everybody knows that you did. Like, why not just go, you know, I really. Right. Fuck this it's up. hard. It's hard to admit that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you want to talk about Tyra's runway presentation? Not Bandora? really. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? <laughs> Not really. I loved it. I, I mean, I thought cool. it was cute and it's fine. But even looking at it now, I'm, I just never got the big idea. Like, I never got, like, why they were... They were talking about her, like she had put on a full-on performance and that she was the best performer that they had ever seen in their entire lives. And we're all like, what are you seeing? Like, what is she doing? Because backstage, she she is a turd. She took a skirt and then took it off. And then it was shorts. And then she put the skirt on as a, like, cape smock. A barber cape. (laughs) (laughs) And her belt wasn't in the right spot in the belt loops. That bugged me a little bit. I was like, put the belt on right. Well, she at least, she told a story. It was dynamic. Mm -hmm. And it's a damn good runway presentation, I think. And she looks a lot like Rue. It probably reminds me of her. her. That's kind of how we were all feeling. That it was like Rue saw herself like a younger self in in Tyra. And certainly in stuff that she did, yes. But, you know, in Mm -hmm. hindsight, probably she probably doesn't think that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, I think Tyra's the bomb. Uh, (sighs) But you were, so y'all were like, we don't see it because you had to. You were dealing you lived with the with full it. picture of like yeah. how how was she like in the van on the way over and like at the hotel was she social um, she well one time she was literally going to punch Tatiana because Tatiana <laughs> said something bad about Beyonce <gasps> it was crazy dang I don't think Beyonce would approve of Tyra's behavior no, and that's always so. that's always in my head would your behavior be approved of by your idol. Well, right. yeah. And then we went. We got to go to a restaurant with the first, uh, like one of the first times we were all together because we got to pick where we wanted to eat it. So we're like, we're eat it. It's where we were going to eat. <laughs> uh-huh. And we're like, well, why don't we go to the hotel restaurant uh, and we'll just all eat together because we're not always going to be together. So we sit down, we order food, and the server comes over. She had ordered a burger and it came open face. And she looked at it and she said, "This is Tyra." She said, "What is that?" I didn't order that and took the lettuce and tomato off and threw it at the server. <gasps> oh, man. Wow. And we all sat there and went, what just happened? <laughs> what literally Whoa. just happened? Like, this really just happened? Like, somebody does that? Like, who does that? that I'm literally open mouth agape. Like, how you uh, being... I'm open-faced, like the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Just my own face is just split open. Uh, yeah, I know that I know that GGB went and apologized to the server after. I think a couple of us did. But it was like, we're, we don't know her. <laughs> we're not all together. We do barely know each other. And that's the thing, too. You barely know the people you're with. Yeah. And you do something like that. And it just... it. I don't know. I, I still... Dang. Don't understand. I can't even imagine doing that. I don't have much nice to say, so I'm going to be quiet. Oh. <laughs> wow. Look at me learning and growing. Oh. I'm proud of my you. Drag. <laughs> Thank you. Benefits. <laughs> yeah. Benefits. Are there sniffers out there? So uh, so you get read fiercely by uh, Wait, Santino. Santino. No, I don't believe you. You get read fiercely. <laughs> that happened on the show? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're joking. This was yeah. an ongoing <laughs> thing like, with you and Santino. Um, yes. Santino wasn't a fan. No, but you know what? On the first episode, he was. Like, he said about my curtain outfit, he said, I'm impressed that you could take such uh, something so ugly and make it so couture. Like, I really like this outfit that you made. Yeah. And I thought, okay. That's that. That ended, ended after that. It was the end of the love affair. Because then the second one, was, uh, the second time he talked to me, he said, I don't like your style. 
And so I thought, well, That's... what do I do with that? <laughs> like literally, like I'm not going to restyle myself because you don't like it. Yeah. And it was just always, it was always something. Like even going back on All Stars One, the minute he opened his mouth, I was like, oh my god, I'm literally. It's the right same. There. I'm yeah. the same. I'm literally right back. You really, it's like you punched me in the gut. Like you right. just don't like me. You just don't like my aesthetic, my drag whatsoever. And you like you can't even be a judge that says, so I don't personally like your style, but maybe, you know, find something or just right. not be such an asshat. Latrice uh, read him down boots and demanded an apology and he gave her one. And it was the the largest slice of humble pie I've ever seen anyone eat, because she said she looked he she looked like a Renaissance couch, because oh. her dress was baggy because she had lost so much weight because they weren't really feeding us, yeah. like as much as we normally eat ever, and the breaks were few and far between, and. Uh, the next episode, Billy B was there. And then the episode after that, Santino was there. And he said something nice about her. And then she said, thank you, but I want to address X, Y, Z. And they showed a little bit of it, but they didn't show the full thing. Latrice just stood up for herself and it was lovely. I love that. <sighs> well, on Like on you didn't it. win any of your reality shows. So why are you telling? Never yeah. mind. No, on, on the reunion, I knew I was going to get an opportunity to say, I knew they were going to do that. So yeah. in my head, I'm like, do I just go off on him? But I think Tatiana had just gone off and rave. There was a lot of going off on the reunion. So I'm like, no. Thank you. And they're like, oh, Pandora, why don't you look at Santino and and, and critique him? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I love homeless chic. <laughs> That's good. Now, his face totally, like he looked and then he registered what he said and he had nothing to say after that. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, he's out of his league at that point. He's dealing with 12 queens who were all, were all probably quick on a mic. Yeah. That was Latrice's uh, <laughs> wedding song. I'm sad I missed Latrice's wedding. It was great. Yeah, me too. It looked great. You can come into my next one. Okay. Your next wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So the winner of this challenge is Tyra Sanchez. She wins immunity and Meh. M. Clifford <laughs> designs Italian leather handbags. I'm jealous. <laughs> M. Clifford, honey. <laughs> uh, my favorite. Get into it. My favorite moments of this season are anytime something shady happens, and it's the instant shade eye from Raven. My season, it was always the shade eye from Fifi. Like yeah, anytime yeah. I won or Sharon won, it went straight to Fifi's side eye. Um, Raven is definitely the Fifi of this season. Yeah, she gets some great yeah. looks. Yeah, great, great commentary though too. And those bags are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the M. Cliffords? <laughs> the M. Clifford designs Wait. Italian leather handbags leave um, something to be desired. You know, they don't always tell you. And sometimes Rue would say this, and she wouldn't say what the prize was. Because they didn't have everything lined up. The prize is. Yeah. So, because they definitely didn't show us that. Because that would have given, Raven would have given a major side eye to those purses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, speaking of Raven, we have the bottom two, which is Mystique and Raven. And the uh, lip sync song is "I Hear You, I Hear You Knocking" by Winona Judd. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song. I'm a huge Winona I, fan. I love that song. I too. was supposed to lip sync to a Winona song, and then they changed it the to day. a different country song. Yeah, and that why was, you get all the country songs? I don't know. Does something about you just read country? Well, <laughs> did you uh, did you you got the thing to learn all the all the music right? The yeah, we did. We got. Oh, I don't know how, f- we got a list of songs that, that were going to be lip sync songs. And they only changed one. What was it? Uh, they changed it. It was after, I, it was the one for episode four. So I was gone and it was, 
what was it? It was Aretha Franklin, uh, a daydreamer, which if you ever, I've never Slow. heard that song. It is, Language. and it's very hard to learn because it's kind of Aretha just kind of does, they're playing music and Aretha just riffing, ooh, does whatever yeah. she wants mm-hmm. to do. And I'm like, oh my God, I think this is probably the song I'm going to get because I don't know, I'm not going to be able to learn it. But I did it with the week after I left and, or the, the day. And then they changed it to another Aretha song because I think Tati had to, Tati and probably JJB. Nice. Right. What song? Is but I can't remember what song they changed it to. We'll get to you it. You call yourself a Drag Race we'll fan? <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Did I stump you with Drag Race trivia? You did completely. Completely Ooh. stumped. <laughs> <laughs> so Raven wins. She- <laughs> uh Raven wins. Well, the lip sync, what do you I mean, what do we think of this lip sync? It's a hard song to do. It's a very like, you know, sort Hokey. of it's a one note country country it's foot a, tapper. It's a good tipping song. Like if you're at a brunch and you're like, I hear you knock and you yeah. can go up and I'm gonna take some money. Uh-huh. Yep. And Talk to your friends. That'll fill up some space yeah. uh-huh. and you can do a little wink and a nudge to people. It's a tipping song. My favorite yeah. songs are songs my favorite venues are venues that you can get down and touch the people and talk to them and they can touch you and put money in you. If I'm on just a big stage and you're not allowed to go in the audience, I fucking feel like a fish out of water. Yeah. I don't feel confident. I hate that kind of stuff. That's why I resort to like butt chugging and hoverboards. And, yeah, yeah, and cocktail enemas. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. I, I just don't um, think that this was the right song for a main stage performance at all. Yeah. Right. No, it, it, yeah. Yeah, totally. But at least Mystique does a split when she goes home. <laughs> right. And, then, and, it, and she looks gorgeous at this point. <laughs> Sorry. She could, just, no, she just looks like she's worn. Like she's worn. She doesn't want to be there. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. And then... <laughs> she does that split. I wonder if the pants split at that point. I, oh, and I see the get-up. The get-up is a swivel around like a good Akasha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she gets up good. I like Mystique. I think she's you a know, sweetheart. Yeah, she I is. do too. And you know what? She, like, her drag has come, like, leaps and bounds oh, yeah. from this. And, and yeah. she's just more confident and looks better. And, yeah. So I, th- I thought she was great. Like, we got along when we were on the show. It's hard to be thrown in there because it's really like, we'll, we'll talk about it after we get back. We're going to take a break. And we're back. And we're back. Well, that's the episode pretty much. Kinda, yeah. Uh, Thank you for coming. We don't validate parking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I had a great time. Yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, what What would you What was What was your overall You know experience doing RuPaul's Drag Race? Doing RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. Or this episode? Just the gen. It's just the most season. It's the most general question you get from interviewers. Like, yeah. what was it like doing RuPaul's Drag? Right. What got you into drag? <laughs> you know. I mean, it, it was fun and parts of it were fun like I had fun doing this challenge and the next episode the snatch game was mm-hmm. I had a really great time doing you're fabulous yeah. but then it's like thank you and but then you know it's hearing Santino say repeated repeated things about how much he hates you and uh, and then yeah. leaving 
on an episode where I felt like I might have won the challenge because what they had said to me on the main stage was completely the opposite of what I was hearing when I came back in. And I didn't even know what they were talking about. I'm literally like, what are you? You talking what? about me? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what this is. And then I was up for elimination. I was like, huh, what? How did I get here? And then uh, and then Jujubee was up and I was like, well, I'm going home because they just love everything she does. It doesn't matter. And um, so then I leave thinking I had killed my entire drag career because I was like, oh God, maybe this is it. That's not. And then I went Miss Congeniality, which was amazing and and... I can still work today. And yeah. so in that aspect, right. it's been a great experience. So it's kind of a mixture of both. It's like y you have an experience then, then you ha have another experience when it airs, and then you yeah. have another experience living through it after. So It's always yeah, different definitely. when you watch the show before the reunion and you get to see what people actually thought of you. It's, yeah. it's one of those. But I think I don't know anybody that doesn't like you. I mean, everybody... You know, well, Raven said something in the show. She had said uh, that uh, when I went, she's like, when I see Pandora, I don't see a star. And she told me, and you know, Raven's not one to apologize no. uh, for anything. But she said, you know, the one thing I regret saying was that she's like, they made me say it. I didn't want to say it. I said it. And she's like, and I'm really sorry that I said it. Wow, that's nice. Aww. Yeah, it was. And I was like, wait, did am I allowed to say that Raven yeah. apologized to me? <laughs> but no, she's very, she speaks her mind and she stands yeah. by what she says. And, and so it was, it was nice to hear that. The nicest compliment Raven ever gave me is we worked together um, a, a few times, but the most recent, not this time, but the time before that when she was on okay terms with me, was she said, you know, I didn't have as bad as a time that I thought I would tonight. And that was her friendly way no. of saying, you know, I had a good time because I, we had fun and we kikied and then, um, I mean, that's basically an, like an open mouth kiss from Raven. <laughs> that kind of compliment. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember being on a gig with you in North Carolina and we were flying yeah. somewhere and you got the upgrade and I had to walk past you to the back of the plane. And I was like, one day I want to be like Pandora. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> getting all the good upgrades. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser. We love the episodes with guests and all this. Yeah, thank behind you. The scenes. I think it's a great idea for a podcast too. It's amazing. I ripped thank it off you. of a uh, of, uh, Golden Girls podcast. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. It uh, works. Yeah. Where can we hear your podcast? Um, uh, I'm on a little hiatus, but my podcast is on iTunes. You, uh, you can watch uh, back episodes. You've both been on the Pandora Box Show. Cleverly titled. You yeah. might not remember. You were on once. Was I really late? You were really late. I do remember. I that. had to text you and go, are you still coming? Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, at least I was close by. You, yeah, you were close by. You, you got there eventually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. Hey, if you want to follow Pandora or when you follow Pandora, go to at Pandora Box on Instagram with two X's or uh, the Pandora Box on Twitter. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Follow all the dolls. We will be back next week with our next episode, and we're going to continue our journey down Drag Race memory lane. Mm -hmm. And I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and tell us how rotted we are. Um, mm. Subscribe to make sure you know when the new episodes come out. Yes. Yeah. You can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And we have a new Instagram for this podcast, and that's at Race Chaser Pod. Mm -hmm. Get all the BTS. Mm -hmm. And always use that hashtag Race Chaser. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever.
Brace Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Br-